everyone. Thank you so much for joining us for this new episode of Inspiring Our World. I am absolutely thrilled today to have a great friend of mine on with me. His name is Paul Lambeth. He lives in the UK. He's a platinum consultant with Niken and has a long history of working in the natural healthcare profession. So, Paul, thank you so much for taking time out of your day for this. I really appreciate it. How are you today? I'm feeling great. It's always super to see you, Julie. Super to see you. And we talk a lot. We're great friends. We've been friends for many, many years. Um, I, I love our friendship. I totally cherish it. You always teach me so much and I'm always so grateful for that. Um, so we're going to have a lively discussion today, I know. And we're going to start with, um, can you tell us a little bit about your background? How did you get into natural health? Um, well, my wife and I had an interest in macrobiotics, which is uh, studying the effects of food uh, from an energetic perspective. So it's from an Asian uh, perspective. And um, at that time, we just had our first child. And like anyone else that has something new, whether it's a new car or bicycle or <laughs> new dress, you want to keep it that way. And so this child seemed to be perfectly formed. Everything was there. And that sort of galvanized the interest we had in, in natural health. Yes. And as I say, that's how we came across macrobiotics. And part of that study of that involves study of shiatsu. And uh, that later became my livelihood. Tell us what shiatsu is. So shiatsu literally means finger pressure. And so it's using the same theoretical system as acupuncture, but rather than using needles, I'm working with my thumbs or my elbows, my palms of my hands, or even my feet. So it, it means I have a, a very broad range of techniques at my disposal. You know, sometimes I'm virtually hardly touching the body or not touching the body. And other times I'm bending people around, throwing them around the room <laughs> almost. <laughs> so, uh, well, it's interesting, isn't it, that we we both studied in London. We both studied macrobiotics. I was 23 when I started. I also studied shiatsu massage and found it fascinating. And also the the power of organic foods and plant-based diet and, and all of that. What I always loved about macrobiotics is, is that we were learning about the laws of the universe. You know, how energy really works in the universe. And everything comes from energy, all the chemistry of the body and everything. Everything comes later but that the energy is first and so I've always loved that study and that's uh, how we knew each other and uh, so so I know you're very well known as a shiatsu practitioner I know you have a huge practice you uh, get great responses with people um, which is wonderful and so and I know they're super grateful for you in their lives um, so so let me ask you about uh, because because for me with Niken, it was a very natural kind of transition, not even transition, it was an adjunct to what I already understood and knew and was, was working with, uh, practically speaking, with the diet, with my children like you, uh, plant-based organic foods and really cooking every day for them, giving them the best nourishment. Um, but Niken took it to another place um, with air and water and sleep and the ease of a wellness home. And once I really understood what was happening with the energetics um, of, of the universe, I was like, oh, this is intriguing. This is 
fascinating. And you and I learned about walking barefoot on the grass in the early morning in the dew, right? That that would really help us be healthy. And now we have, of course, our grounding mats and we talk about grounding a lot with Niken. So, so how was your journey discovering Niken and, and how did it fit into your cosmology, I'm going to say? Well, initially it began with me being introduced to Niken by an old pal of mine, yeah. uh, Kevin. So Kevin had been at art school the same time as myself. He was yeah. a year above me. And then he went off after art school. Not everyone becomes a famous artist. He went off and worked on the rigs. And yes. uh, his health deteriorated, I have to say. Yes. And meanwhile, Joy and I had been you know, studying and practicing macrobotics. So Kevin reappeared and said, teach me about this. So he used to come to classes that we ran and that included shiatsu classes. And then I said, go off and study further with somebody else. So he ended up completing his studies in the US. And that's where he got introduced to Niken. And then he came back to the UK to visit. And he gave me an experience with the Niken products. He didn't just tell me about it. He gave me the famous back roll. Yes. I was lying on the Kenko pad, uh, as it was then. And he, he, he rolled that mag creator up and down my back. And I felt my body relax and I felt things occur that I would normally experience when I was getting, you know, a, a treatment from an accomplished practitioner. Yes. And I thought, wow, you know, the people that develop this technology really understand what the body or body mind thrives in. You know, they're creating an environment that it loves. And then I rolled onto my back, of course, as you do at the end of the rollout. And he put the quilt over me, the, the uh, Nikeng quilt and uh, because of things I've done over the years I had certain challenges with my knees certain discomforts in my knees and I live in the north of England it's a it's a cold climate and I live high up in the hills in is what is probably the most for the UK most remote <laughs> out the way place you can live in and uh, so when I'd be outdoors in the winter in particular my knee would feel cold inside mm. and and, and not happy mm. shall we say and when I was lying underneath this quilt the knees in particular felt they were glowing beautifully warm and they were very warm and happy and yeah. yet it didn't make the rest of my body unduly warm so I thought this is astounding stuff and uh, of course I was going to be attracted besides that experience um, to being inquisitive about Nikan. Yes. because I could see that it came from the sa same, if you like, philosophical landscape that, you know, the health studies that we've been at, you know, 45 years ago, right? Um, were coming from. And, uh, you know, I was aware that, um, for instance, in Japan, you know, they have the longest living people in the world. Yes. And yet they, you know, I have friends that live in Japan, they work longer hours than we do they live in more confined spaces and yet they live longer yes so that shows they have something going on <laughs> um, and as, as you say we, we use the language of key of energy and they have that whole climate that that whole landscape of that you know they have a, a metaphysical language so when I as I say when I lay under that quilt I could talk about the temperature but the way it made me feel um, although you and I have been raised with the English language and when we went to school we were all told 
The English language is the most expressive language in the world. It's the richest language. But I was kind of stumped for words to really describe the positive experience that I was feeling. Yes. Uh, I've known many other people since, <laughs> you know, be, be the same. So it's not as rich as we think. And it's a very material language. But actually in Japan, their language is to us, you know, compared to us, it's a sort of metaphysical language. Because that word key, you know, meaning life force or energy, appears in their language a lot. So don't ask me to say the words, but I, I believe the weather, the word they have for weather is, you know, um, key of heaven, or the word they have for um, let's think, for for being a coward is key is small. You know, the life force is small. Wow. <laughs> or the word for courage is active key. So, um, nice. so I'm saying that's all part of the landscape that that mindset that developed these technologies come from. And um, the reason I went to art school initially, um, I suppose people go to art school because they want to express themselves and communicate in some ways. Yes. But um, before I discovered art school, I, I really preferred to be in, in, in the outdoors. But I was leaving in school in the sort of early 1970s. And in terms of the options as a career, uh, there weren't many careers in the great outdoors. And in fact, I remember a conversation I had with a good friend of mine, you know, back then, I don't know what it was, 1973 or four. And it said, we said, it looks like the only occupations that there are in the great outdoors involve destroying the great outdoors. No. There were, there were jobs in conservation and what have you, and yeah. farming technique, you know, everything seemed to be going towards a more um, invasive technological kind of um, uh, approach. Yes. And, you know, the, the 70s were getting really technological. The 60s, there was that sort of hippie kind of Mother Earth connected with nature. And then the 70s, everything was getting, you know, you had glam rock. Everything was becoming, <laughs> going off in another direction. Mm. <laughs> and so technology was very much um, negative. Technology was the bad guys. And that was the refreshing thing with Kevin showing me the Nikken products. It's like, oh, here is technology. This is friendly technology. You know, this is holistic technology. This is yes. technology that's coming from the point of view of, well, for instance, there's an expression that the Japanese have, Shindo Fuji, you know, which literally translated means body, earth, not two. In other words, we are inseparable from nature. But, you know, some people have got to live in a high rise building or, you know, and not be that close to nature in some ways. But um, and I don't understand the technicalities, you know, the, the clever guys at Nikken, like Dave Bowser, they understand about frequencies and all that. And they can create products that are replicating natural energies. Yes. So you can be in an office or, you know, living in a high rise flat, but receiving that nurturing vibration oh i love this because it's, it it's really is is the reconnection theory isn't it? it's a reconnection with nature that we all need so desperately because we have divorced ourselves from nature so dramatically which creates a ton of problems uh for the mind body spirit everything so i love what you said about you know you know human and earth not two you know that japanese principle <clears throat> they are one and 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 it goes further to be you know we're, we're connected also to the sun 
We're connected also to natural living, vibrant water. We're connected to negative ions in our atmosphere. We're connected to the stars. Um, and, and when we disconnect, you know, our energy goes small, like, like, like you said this, you know, if you're don't, if you don't have courage, if you're a coward, you know, small energy. I, I, I love that because it's very pictorial and we can see it. And we can see that when people live in a wellness home and they're sleeping on the products and they're drinking the water, they're breathing the air, they're using the organic nutritionals, which I love that they're organic. Um, you know, and, and everything using the Nikon seats like I'm sitting on or a Nikon necklace, whatever, that their energy gets really harmonious and strong and robust. And it's like that life force is going on. In, in fact, when I first started my business, I called it Life Force, Life Force Education International. <clears throat> and then another network marketing company came along called Life Force, and then people kept confusing me. So I changed it to Quantum Leap International because I felt like this is a quantum leap in understanding ancient wisdom, ancient wisdom from all around the world. If we go back and look at who used magnetism, for instance, we see it show up everywhere from Egypt to Africa, to China, to Japan, to, you know, the aboriginals everywhere. And we're bringing it to the modern day. And so what you said about natural technologies, those two words almost we go like, that doesn't fit, but it does yeah. for Nikon, yeah. it does. And of course our teacher, one of our teachers, Misho Kushi, that we both studied with, actually did speak at one of our Nikon conventions and that was very exciting. And he did a beautiful, beautiful presentation uh, about nature and how we must get reconnected. So, and, and, and you know, people who are listening to this, you don't know, but you know, Paul and I talk all the time. We have discussions um, about health and wellness and what keeps us vibrant and strong and how we can help our world be vibrant and strong. So. So that's why I'm so excited about this conversation about natural technologies. One of the things I saw, uh, a couple of things with macrobiotics, one was people had a hard time taking the time to cook their food and everything. So if you could help orient them at least to organic and plant-based, uh, that was good. But they, that was a, that was a, a problem that people seemed to, some people had, um, which was unfortunate. And what I saw with Nikon was that it was super easy to implement. It didn't take time. You just had to sit on it, sleep on it, you know, uh, put it in your shoes, uh, you know, didn't. And so it was very easy for people to integrate into their busy lives. And then once they had their life force stronger, then they were more willing to take the time to cook, you know, for an hour to a night to make sure they were getting the best nutrition, which you and I are, you know, very strong about. Uh, you, you've got to eat well, as well as exercise, you got to move your body and, and the Nikon Wellness Home, it's not just one thing. You know, you can exercise and not be healthy. You could eat well and not be healthy. You could just use a Nikon Wellness Home and not necessarily get everything you're needing because you're not eating well. So it's all an interconnection, isn't it? Yeah, what I observe with the Nikon products, but also in my practice that I've been doing for many years is, and it's this isn't a great revelation, <laughs> it's just common sense. You know, when you become more balanced, you behave in a more balanced way. Yes, it's, it's blindingly obvious, isn't it? Yeah. And so what I find is people that are what I term, if you like, health conscious, that by that, I mean, there's a certain amount of energy and awareness 
of the things that they do affecting their health. So they, they're making conscious choices to be healthy. Yes. And those people, as you say, it takes effort to cook good food and to go out of your way and, and source good food and to exercise and, and, and all these things that are, are positive for us. And people that put that effort in really appreciate anything that supports them in doing that. Yes. So those people I find, although they're already kind of healthy, they really love the Nikem products. And, and, and as I've said just before, they don't know how to explain how the quilt makes them feel great or how lying on the sleep system makes them feel great, but they know it does. Yes. Um, so, you know, the, so they're relying on their intuition. But it, the, the other interesting thing is people who are less conscious about their health. You yes. could even say unconscious. So it's not a focus of their life. They're, the focus of their life is, you know, earning the money to keep a roof over their head or, or other ambitions that they have or all sorts of other things that are going on. We all have busy lives in all kinds of ways. And then when they experience being in the environment of the products, something shifts for them. And, you know, they're, 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 they're being brought into a more balanced state. And as I say, once they're in a more balanced state, they behave in a more balanced way. So what they find is that they become satisfied by less extreme actions. You know, when you, people people get stressed and then they do things, they you know have a drink or they do, do more extreme things to relax. Well, they find they can do, they can just go for a walk and smell some flowers and, and, and that's enough. Yes. Um, and when you and I were growing up, you know, in the 1960s, I don't know about you, but I never heard the word stress. You may have heard it at ballet school. Uh, but I, I never heard the word stress. And children today, it's it's a word that's on, you know, on, on their lips, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Well, um, it's it's sort of number one cause of dis-ease, you know, is, is being overstressed. And then it's going to show up some way or another. So, yeah, abs absolutely. And, and, you know, on that note, we we have so many toxins now that, that we have to deal with. Like, I think the human body, mind, spirit is an amazing miracle and, and really able to, I mean, just homeostasis itself, incredible. I mean, what, what our bodies do just naturally. But there's so much toxicity now in our world on all levels from many, many, many chemicals, not just in our food, but all around us, EMF frequencies, you know, I mean, you name it, it's happening. And we're, we're having to withstand that. And so it, it is, I think, really important and an exciting aspect because people are getting more and more aware of this is we have to be proactive and mindful about how we take care of our health. And again, it's not just a physical thing, is it? Because we know when we're physically robust and harmonious and connected to nature, our minds, I mean, this is a big part of macrobiotics. When we ate really well, we noticed our thinking was different. Our emotions were different. And in macrobiotics, the motto was one peaceful world. You know, if our blood was good and strong and healthy and balanced, we would be peaceful people, which is, we saw that absolutely categorically and and then with Nika and it's you know humans being more it's very similar in a way humans being what is a human being more it's a human being that's loving compassionate healthy peaceful balanced you know and again like you said not going from one extreme to the other but able to navigate this life in a very flowing uh, natural way so 
so this is super important i think that we 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 need to understand how proactive we need to be uh, but you know not in a crazy way but just to say yeah i have to take care i mean last night i had a dream that i was helping a, a couple with nikan product it was the sweetest dream and and then in the dream the husband goes over and gets a, the water and it's an old water nikan water system and i'm like oh you have the nikan water i'm so happy you have the nikan water now let me tell you about everything else you know and we were having this conversation with him and his wife in the dream and i woke up and i was like I felt so happy when I woke up because yeah, <laughs> dream world and real world sometimes they they interconnect, don't they? Yeah, they just reflect what you're doing usually. Yes, yes. Yeah. And, and that it feels good. It feels good to help people this way, you know. Yeah, and that's the other thing really um is that it's very simple to help people with with a Nikan product. Yes. As you said, you sit on them, you lie on them, <laughs> you ingest them, you walk around in them. It's not complicated, um, and and so it's that accessibility. And aspects of health are so much more accessible today. You know, if we go, you know, without harping back again, <laughs> you know, we go off to meditation classes, and people, people would be. I, I recall people will be going to different meditations. They're looking for the right sort of guru, you know, and, and this is the right meditation. That's the wrong one, sort of all this. And now, to the, now today, I, I have lots of clients. They're very busy running around businesses and, you know, running their businesses and doing this and doing that. And they, you know, the step for them is just, you know, downloading an app onto their phone to, you know, to get them started with meditation. And they can go down, you know, other paths later, but it's, it's that instant, that accessible. Mm -hmm. uh, thank heavens, because as you say, the world is becoming more toxic. I mean, it's probably 20 years ago, I read a report of, um, you know, dry cleaning fluid being detected in breast milk. Oh. You know, it's, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a hazardous okay. world that we live in. Yeah. You know, so you, you've, you've got to be aware, you've got to make conscious decisions. Yeah. And it's on a yeah. daily level, isn't it? It's like learning those simple habits. And, and, and once somebody has a wellness home, that becomes sort of a no brainer. They don't have to really think about it that much other than changing filters and stuff like that. But, but the other things, um, but what's lovely is they, they, they feel so much better that it's much easier to make other healthier habits. Yeah. 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 Cause once you, you know, if, if you're stressed out, then, you, you tend to make bad decisions. Yeah. You know, you, yeah. you, you tend to skip all the good bits, <laughs> all the good little habits. Those are the ones that, you know, get blown away, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, speaking, you know, thinking of little habits and <clears throat> there's that famous book, Atomic Habits, you know, making those little habits. I know that um, you and your children have always been like very physical and your son, you know, became, you know, a fabulous cyclist. Tell us a little bit about that, because he grew up mostly in a wellness home and with macrobiotic foods and so forth. Um, what did you notice with that with sort of the incremental gains uh, that were made in cycling in general and, and with your son? Yeah, my oldest son is now a chef, a macrobiotic chef in, um, well, he's just coming up to 45 now, so it's a while ago. Yeah. Um, he lives in Sweden. Uh, yeah, well, I remember when he started school, um, back then he had free school milk in the UK. And of I course, we didn't, we, did, we didn't consume dairy. Yep. Uh, so 
that that was a bit of a problem initially um and i remember they set up a special medical they wanted him to have a, a medical they thought he'd be malnourished he didn't consume dairy food but of course today there's millions of people in fact the biggest um the biggest rock festival in sweden is sponsored by a company made oat milk and and no. it's uh, the the festival is vegan there's there's no meat or dairy products available at that music festival so <laughs> things have changed dramatically yeah but yeah um yeah uh, you know eat he's growing up on grains beans and vegetables and fruits and nuts and uh it's you know it's they're very strong very strong very healthy lots of energy uh and, and but he and was winning creative. right he was winning in in cycling he was, so yeah he was doing good yeah, yeah yeah he was um the, the yeah he was the youngest member of the the british team the first time he went to a world championships yeah exactly let's yeah. just talk right. about so that it was pretty good yeah he was pretty, pretty good, flipping so. good. Yeah. yeah it was it was okay yeah yeah so um yeah and and it eat like it eat like a horse you know joy be making these great pans of lentil and vegetable stews and he <laughs> he'd be eating it by the bucket load but yeah he's yes. plenty strong yes uh, and but, did he use the nick and water at the time you know when he was cycling how did how did he implement uh, uh that was just before we had those products here yeah okay yeah. Yeah. right right so yeah. he had to sleep yeah. he had sleep and he had some other thing but yeah because yeah. i remember yeah. what it came in later yeah. because yeah. i know that the british cycling team made some major incremental gains because it's in the book atomic habits how they did that and how that just shifted them to the to, you know from the bottom of the totem pole to the top of the totem pole when really a massive shift with these little gains every day yeah it's a fascinating uh story what happened with British cycling and one that we can draw parallels to our own health uh, because cycling is a professional you know the main bulk of the professional sport was centered you know it on the continent on mainland Europe and there's there's established teams and things were done the way they'd been done for years as a tradition Mm-hmm. So people do it because they're following the traditions. This is the right way because that's how it's been done before. Yes. And then uh British cycling thought we'll take a different approach and they they just ignored all those traditions and started looking at you know how can we get a, a little advantage here and a little advantage there. You know, so for instance had Chris Boardman and he was measuring the rolling resistance from every lubricant on the planet that you could put on your chain to right. you know just reduce the drag every every tiny little thing like that yes and so that's quite similar really to you know the effect of the nicken products in just relaxing us you know you're just sitting on this seat that's got a nicken seat on so you're going to be that little bit more relaxed and that's just saving you a little bit of energy yeah um you know people come to me as a practitioner and they go to other people and uh you know people are full of tension and you take that tension away and a common response after having a massage or a shiatsu treatment is people say i feel like i could float yes. feel like i'm fl- walking on air yes and i feel like i've got all this energy and what's happened before is they had all this tension and the tension is sapping their natural vitality away yes 
And it's easy to figure that out. You know, if I said to you, tense every muscle in your body for five minutes, you know, you'd be worn out after a minute. You can't do it. And yet everyone is walking around. You just have to observe people walking around, how hunched and whatever. Everyone's walking around with residual tension in their system all the time. Yeah. I mean, your head is 14 pounds in weight. Yeah. And as soon as you're sitting at a PC, your head comes forward. Right. (laughs) A little bit. And that, so these muscles here, it's like a tight guy rope on a tent. And you only have to feel it. You, you, you press there, you bring your head forward, it feels tight. You yep. bring it back, it relaxes. And so if there's something there that's just relaxing the body, then you're going to have more energy because you're not, you know, being hijacked by this tension. It is, uh, and all, all those little bits yeah. add up. Yeah, absolutely they do. You know, it is interesting because I, I get that feedback a lot from people. It's like, you know, how do you have all this energy? And it's not like I'm trying to have energy. This is the energy is just flowing. And and it's like that from the moment I wake up. It's like, oh, it's, I mean, this morning it was like, I think uh, six, well, actually more like 5.15 I woke up and then I kind of dozed and then kind of got up at 10 to six. And I was just like, oh, it's the day. And it's lovely because I always get to see the sunrise and, and when it's warmer, it's snow out there right now. But in the summer, I'll go out and walk barefoot and, and let the sunrise, that sun, the early sun come in because I know that's critical for every metabolic reset as well. And so, um, but you know, it's, it's, it's true. Like Nikan people have a lot of natural energy because, because, but they're not trying like, Oh, I'm going to have energy today. No, it's just happening. It's just happening because we're using all these products. And one of the things I noticed really cool thing is that it helps us with our creativity that we become when we're relaxed and supported by the Nikan technologies. Um, then we just, our creativity blossoms. It's much easier to to paint or to or to write a song or to write a poem or blog or, or you know public speaking it, it's because it's everything is flowing versus the the blockages of, of uh, uh, you know the mind body spirit yeah it's um part of my practice is i've um i don't know if it's become a speciality speciality it's just something that's happened that i've worked with a lot of people with neurological problems mm. and um you know, if we look at the nervous system just on its most simple level, if the flight or fight response is being stimulated all the time, and many people are walking around in a permanent state of mild, slight anxiety yes. or even greater, then when that is more active, then the the parasympathetic branch of the ner- nervous system uh, is 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 subdued, and you, you can't be creative when you're stressed. <laughs> in that way you know you, you, you as you say you're just not in flow um because That's you're just fighting fires yeah but it's only natural because your nervous system has to change it is 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 to that point of good and bad so it'd be everything come, becomes dualistic doesn't it yes. good and bad because it's this this direction is safe this direction is not safe so everything becomes binary the more binary the more the, the more stressed you are. Um, that is so interesting. I just started reading uh, a new book. Actually, I'm listening to it on Audible, and it's The Body Holds the Score. I don't know if you've heard about this book, but no. it, it's about trauma and how the body actually holds all that trauma from, you know, childhood or, you know, ex war you know veterans or whatever and 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 we know and actually I I've, I've actually been able to help people um 
ex-Vietnam vets, you know, Vietnam vets, not ex, um, to, to be able to sleep, you know, they couldn't sleep uh, and, and put them on the products and just say, well, I don't know, let's see, let's see what happens. I know I never over promise or, you know, I want to under promise and over deliver, shall we say? And, yeah. and, and finally, um, this one beautiful man who's an artist, actually painter, in fact, he's painted several of the paintings I have in my home. Um, he, he said, oh my gosh, I can actually sleep again. And, and so listening to this book, The Body Holds the Score, you know, it's, it's a very, um, it's a troubling book. I haven't gotten that far yet, but it's very sobering about what happens with trauma. Uh, and, and, you know, my instinct is, oh my gosh, if I could help them, you know, with food, if I could help them with Nikon products, you know, like, wow, you know, they could, could just be so supportive. And then they're still going to do their psychological work and all of that, because that needs to be unpacked um, as well, you know, so. Uh, but but yeah, what you're saying is very very interesting about the nervous system and what happens with that. This and the great thing, as you're describing there, is that no matter which angle you come from, it helps all the others. How you know, is it, that? As I How say, if it work? brings you a more balanced state, so if you're working with your mind, yeah, then that will help the physicality. If you're working with the physicality, that will help the mind. Nice. Um, so, because um, it's all connected. Yeah, because it's all all connected. So the you know we have the five pillars of health in the end, and, and we talk about the body and the mind, but underlying those are are the three up to me. The way I look at it, or the way we look in macrobiotics, is that you have you know what we eat, you have diet, you have activity, and you have environment. Yes. And uh, as you're saying, the environment is more toxic. So we need to kind of connect, uh, but we can connect through eating simple foods. You know, you see these people, I've got to get back to nature and they put a big rucksack on their back and grab a tent and, and all that. And they fill the rucksack with junk food. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's not getting back to nature, but yeah. somebody else can be, you know, on the 24th floor of a block of flats and they're eating natural food. So they're in a sense more connected their body because that's going deep into their body. They're more more a part of nature way up there mm. and and that person could be you know supported again you know mm. with the technologies that we have mm. um, but um yeah which whichever one is the initial lever by m making us more balanced by raising our vibration then then the other ones function better as well Yes, yes, because it's all interconnected. So, and I love that you said raise the vibration, because because I know you often say to me when we have our chats, you know, and you go and you go, well, Julie, you know why you're here? You're here to help raise the vibration on the planet. And I'm like, yeah, that's right, that's right. And I'm such a joyful person by nature, you know. So if I'm not feeling joyful, I'm like something's off kilter. Um, but it, it but it doesn't mean I'm not willing to to own and and experience all the emotions that are there, that, you know, because because we are a kind of rainbow of of many things. Um, but my natural set point is a high level of, of joy and love. And so um, so that's how I often know if, if something's off, if I'm doing something that isn't really healthy for me, whether it's, you know, relationship that I'm in or, uh, you know, I don't know, it could be, uh, it could be all kinds of things. I, I need to look at that and go, yeah, what's happening here? Because I'm not at my natural high vibration set point. And I know with Nikan that we definitely know this, like, I mean, you're a platinum in Nikan, that we know that when people move rank in the business, they want to help a lot of people. Their vibration has to 
set higher first. It has to be more robust, more joyful, more um, knowing that everything is good and that what we're doing is good here. And then we know that they're going to, they're going to, as long as they're doing the work of, of, of course, prospecting and sponsoring and, and having customers and so forth, they're going to move to that next level because the level is, the level is just a reflection of that high vibration state, right? Would you, it's true, right? I mean, we see this all the time. Yeah. When you look at, when I, when I first saw all that, you know, system that Nick N had, I, the initial response is, well, that's just some cheesy chart, you know, but, <laughs> but you're absolutely right. And uh, it's interesting, they, you know, that they have diamond there. You know, yes. Diamond is, the, you know, the purest form of carbon, the element common to all living things. Correct. So it's an interesting choice. I think it's a very pertinent choice and it's because it's an alchemical shift, alchemical transformation that's happening in the human being that will allow for those things to happen. And I remember that vividly uh, with the jump from platinum to diamond. I was like, I, I need to work on my my heart, my relationships with my family, the forgiveness, the need to let go of a lot of issues so that my heart could become pure, a pure reflection of my true beingness and that and that is going to help this diamond ship to happen and absolutely categorically it it was so it was so the more i worked on my heart being pure and clear the more diamond just naturally came about not saying i didn't work really focusedly and hard because i did Absolutely. Um, I, I worked absolutely as hard in again as, as I'd ever done in ballet or being a mother. Um, you know, it takes real focus and it takes a lot of creativity and co-creativity. And, and and you and I have co-created, you know, in Negan in beautiful ways. Um, I remember, you know, coming up and visiting with you and doing presentations for your team and everything and just the joy. And I was like, oh, Paul's kind of like me. He, he'll get up there and he's just vibrant and and it was your vibrancy always that you know attracted people um to Nikan to the technologies and to the and to the business and and both to me were kind of conflicted together kind of conflated because if these products really work then you want the world to have them and if you want the world to have them the bigger the team you build the more people are going to have them and all those people you'll never meet that other people in your team are going to meet um, that just grows it. And to me, that's always been incredibly thrilling uh, because I want my life to be on point because I like, I like, I love my life to be on purpose and on focus and on mission on point, you know, and I don't want to waste this life. I want to have this life be of greatest service to humanity that I know. And, and that's, that's, that's why I'm here. So um, I'm looking at our time. We have about five more minutes or so. So um, let's just think about, you know, what do you see now? I mean, the, the wellness industry is growing hand over foot. Uh, network marketing is also growing. Both are growing at about 6.6% um, yearly, annually. So what are you seeing in terms of our world health situation, our society and and macrobiotics, sneak and health in general? Well, it's as was kind of predicted in a way that, life has become more polarized you know in every arena so when you and i were growing up in the 1960s there the weren't fat children now i think it's something like 30 percent of children in 
primary school here are obese. Yeah. And also back then, um, people people were old. Well, I mean, we were children, so they looked old to us. But you know, but you know, people were older at, at, at the age we are now, and we can still behave like children. Oh yeah. <laughs> but, um, it's they all seem really old to us. You know, they seem ancient. Yeah. You know. I'm now classed as an old age pensioner in this country, you know, and uh, but now, you know, so something like running a marathon was a, a superhuman feat back then, you know, but now there's 80 year olds, 90 year olds, even 100 year olds running marathons. So there's this, you know, immense polarity between because there's so much choice. Mm. You know, so people can degenerate in terms of uh you know how poorly they look after their health and but there's also great opportunities for people to um be, be in a state that's just way ahead of you know what the pre what the previous generation in terms of the opportunities for health and uh that's what yeah. that's what nick and his part of yes i mean as i say when we when i first studied shiatsu uh, i just studied it as something to practice on family and friends yes and then one of the people i was studying with sort of pointed out to me well you're going to spend the rest of your life doing this and and, and so it and so it happened and yeah. and i just got on with doing that and i used to go and teach in the schools in london and what have you to go down there uh, but i was just getting on doing my thing and running classes here and there and then one day i raised my head and realized Oh, there's this whole new natural healthcare industry. Yes. Um, there were other practices like aromatherapy and things like that. And that was kind of really taking off because it's, you know, it's kind of self-explanatory, the title. And uh, it was creeping into the sort of, uh, you know, beauty kind of arena and, and what have you. And, and all these things happening and, and uh, yoga, which was pretty quiet in the sort of 70s and 80s and even 90s as has kind of exploded again yeah. here. And so there's this massive growth in people, in options for people and, and people that are interested, people can see, oh, there's, there's all these ways that you can feel better. Yes. You know, and some of it comes from vanity initially with some people. Um, but um, as I say, more, you know, if you're more balanced, you behave in a more balanced way. So someone can start like that. That can be the thin end of the wedge. And then their life can really blossom in all kinds of ways that they weren't initially looking for. And um, and that that goes for, you know, people as both users of Nikem products and, and people that share it with others. People that yeah, I love that. I love that. I, I think our time is now like like never, ever before. And I'm thinking, you know, gosh, I mean, we were in our 20s when we started with microbiotics and, 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 and trying to teach people about energy, the energy of food. And I can remember people saying, well, are you just why do you eat this way? Are you scared of getting cancer? And I was like, no, not at all. I just want to be the best I can be. And speaking of like aromatherapy, I have an aromatherapy thing over there. And I, I have this this little one, too, which is just clary sage. It's just good. You can put it on your temples, you know, because it's another aspect of vibration of energy that that absolutely helps. So why not why not use these tools? Um, this you know biohacking that people um, talk about a lot. You know hack you know sleep hacking and hacking this and hacking and stacking stacking the hacking. You know it's it's great. Like I just go oh yeah that's how it goes. You know so 
yeah, I think we have a huge, uh, huge opportunity now, and 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 also a um, moral responsibility or maybe spiritual responsibility um, to to share when when we find things that work this well, this beautifully, that have no side effects, that are really effective, that are easy to use, and um, you know, worth their weight in gold. You know, I mean, once once you buy your your seat, you know, you you don't have to buy another one. I mean, it's going to last. You know, it's amazing. That energy just keeps on giving. It's kind of like the gift that keeps on giving. I feel like we we do have that um, that real ethical responsibility to share these things, to to share how we eat, how we um, meditate, how we you know what kind of exercise we do. And I always do do that on these podcasts too. You know, I I let people know like I'm reading this book and it's really inspiring me right now. The book, The Genius Myth, is another book I'm reading and it's so inspiring because he's talking about our connection to nature, Michael Mead, and then he's talking about the inner connection. And if we're divorced from nature, we're also divorced from our inner nature, which which is, you know, our, also our inner genius. Everybody has gifts to bring the world. And 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 the, the thing is to just allow it and see what, what are these gifts that we have to bring and bring them and bring them and not hide and go, oh, or, you know, hide in, a, in an old mental, you know, idea of I don't have anything to offer or whatever. No, you do. Everybody does. You're here on purpose. You're here for a reason. Um, I had a beautiful connection with a, a gentleman yesterday who came uh, for our heating, my heating to just make sure everything was good. And we got talking and he, it turned out he was an ex-drug addict. He'd been a drug addict all through his childhood and his teenage years. He said, I didn't know who I was. I tried every single drug on the planet. And he's now 28, he's completely clean. He's got a six week old little baby boy, um, he married. And uh, we just had the best conversation. And he said, I knew when I walked in that you were an open-minded, kind person. And I knew we, I could talk about this. He said, sometimes I'll never bring it up. And then I started like, you know, saying, well, this is, this is something that, you know, you might want to know about. You have a six week old baby, you know, it's like, this, this, I was talking about air and negative ions. He was like, yeah, I, I know about some of that. And I was like, yeah, no more, you know? And, and it was just a beautiful connection. And I felt so, uh, I told him, I said, I'm so proud of you. You have totally, totally turned your life around. And he said, I finally figured out I had a, a purpose in life and that I had a reason for being here and I was throwing it away and I didn't want to do that. And, um, I said, I'm, I'm just, thrilled for you. I, I mean, I felt like his mom, you know, I was like, I'm just so proud of you that you, you turned your life around and people can do that with their health. They can do that with business and making money. They can do that with making a difference in the world. They can do that as a parent, you know, they can do that with being creative and writing a book they've always wanted to and never done all these things. Um, we have the capability of transformation, uh, within us. And the more support we get for that transformation, uh, the the more we can really self-actualize and fundamentally I think that's that's really what we're doing here with with all of what we're uh, talking about and about with Negan so I mean absolutely you. yeah absolutely Paul you are such a lovely friend I know we were way ahead of our time uh, in our 20s but the world is catching up with us that's exciting um i i am thrilled that people are waking up on the planet and and we have something wonderful to offer so thank you for your time it's been such a pleasure and uh, i hope everybody here that you've enjoyed it as much as we've enjoyed the conversation um anything else to say paul before we finish i think that's pretty much it i think you've nailed it <laughs> 
You nailed it. Yeah. You nailed yeah. it. You nailed I think it. you nailed it. I think we nailed it for all of you. <laughs> um, and as you say, like talking about that lad that you're talking about, that man with a child. Yes. Uh, it, times like, you know, a, a, a new baby coming along. Th these are these are times when people make big changes. Yes. You know, these are inspirational times. And um, it's much better when it's a new life rather than, you know, but for other people, sometimes it's the crisis of losing their health that makes them look at it. Yes. But it's it's much better to be ahead of the curve. Absolutely. You know, be proactive. Health being something that you move towards through inspiration rather than running away from sickness. Love that. A great way to finish. Thank you, Paul, my friend. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope you've really loved this um, episode of Inspiring Our World. Uh, please don't forget to follow the podcast on Spotify or Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts. And, of course, we put it on YouTube uh, for translation purposes as well on the Nikon International Channel. Um, please, so follow and, and please do rate it uh, with a five-star rating, if you would, please. That all helps Nikon, which helps your business. And uh, what else do I want to say? Whoa, share, share. We always need to share good news with the world. And that's what we do. We're messengers, we're promoters. Let's share this with the world. Don't keep it a secret. Thank you, everybody. Have a wonderful week and we'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. Bye.